is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to change the station. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will bring it to a whisper. For the next hour, sit quietly and we shall control all that you hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. And now, it's time for the radio show that covers just about every topic. Because variety is the spice of life. From the arcane and unusual to current events and practical tips. Because if it's interesting, they'll be talking about it. And now, here's Bill and Allison Mancaro. Good morning, Hill Country. (laughs) Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, Allison. Good morning. Hi, Bill. Oh, how are you this morning? I'm okay, but but I have a sad story. Should I start with a sad sad story? Well, we usually start with uh, our introduction. Can we do that first? Oh, okay, okay. We're sometimes wrong. But we're always right. Fighting a never-ending battle for truth, justice. And the American way. We are never politically correct. We are proudly P.I. Politically (laughs) incorrect. Most importantly, we strive to be biblically correct on the Bill and Allison Show. And I'm a native Texan, and Allison... I'm a Native American. You are a Native American. <laughs> we do have a trigger warning, though. Allison and I identify as non-binary, non-binary, and I my preferred pronoun is Brandon. Mine is a peyote American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was corn pop. You changed it. I changed it. Well, anyway, you, although you wouldn't let me say the real word, so <sighs> no, I wouldn't. But uh, anyway, it's eight oh five is our Hill Country Patriot time, and this is your information station. All right. You wanted to say something before our little introduction. I did. I have a sad story. I want to read an obituary. Today we mourn the passing of a beloved old friend, Common Sense, who has been with us for many years. No one knows for sure how old he was since his birth records were long ago lost in bureaucratic red tape. He will be remembered as having cultivated such valuable lessons as knowing when to come in out of the rain, why the early bird gets the worm, life isn't always fair, and maybe it was my fault. Common sense lived by simple, sound financial policies, don't spend more than you can earn, and reliable strategies. Adults, not children, are in charge. His health began to deteriorate rapidly when well-intentioned but overbearing regulations were set in place. Reports of a six-year-old boy charged with sexual harassment for kissing a classmate, teens suspended from school for using mouthwash after lunch, and a teacher fired for reprimanding an unruly student only worsened his condition. Common sense lost ground when parents attacked teachers for doing the job that they themselves had failed to do in disciplining disciplining their unruly children. It declined even further when schools were required to get parental consent to administer sun lotion or an aspirin to a student, but could not inform parents when a student became pregnant and wanted to have an abortion. Common sense lost the will to live as churches became businesses and criminals received better treatment than their victims. Common sense took a beating when you couldn't defend yourself from a burglar in your own home, and the burglar could sue you for assault. Common sense finally gave up his will to live after a woman failed to realize that a steaming cup of coffee was hot. She spilled a little in her lap and was promptly awarded a huge settlement. Common sense was preceded in death by his parents, truth and trust by his wife discretion by his daughter responsibility and by his son reason he is survived by his six stepchildren i know my rights i want it now someone else is to blame i'm a victim pay me for doing nothing it's my body my choice 
Not many attended his funeral because so few realized he was gone. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. We like to open our program with a verse. This is from the Gospel of John. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And from Romans chapter 10, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I thought those were appropriate verses for the Saturday before Easter. Martin Luther wrote, Our Lord has written the promise of resurrection not in books alone, but in every leaf of springtime. He's written the promise of resurrection, not in books alone, but in every leaf of springtime. In 1913 this week, Sam Rayburn took the oath of office as a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. He was a 24-term congressman, so two years. So that's 48 years. Wow. Representing Texas. Is that some kind of a record? uh, Pretty much. Wow. Uh, Certainly a record for being Speaker of the House. He represented Texas's 4th Congressional District as a Democrat from 1913 to 1961. He was from Wyndham, Texas, and I had to look that one up. It's a tiny, I think they have 200 people, uh, 80 miles northeast of Dallas. Yeah, as I mentioned, he holds the record for the longest tenure as Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. He served for over 17 years there, and he was a mentor to Lyndon B. Johnson, and uh, Rayburn served in the House, as I said, for more than 48 years. And here's a, I found, a, uh, we found, Ellis and I found a little uh, discussion uh, with Sam Rayburn that I thought you'd enjoy hearing. Mr. Speaker, today is your birthday. How do you feel, sir? I feel very fine physically. And mentally, I'm all right because I'm at peace with the world. I have no enemies I want to punish. I have thousands upon thousands of friends that on this day I am grateful to for the manifold kindnesses that they have showered me with throughout years. I don't hate. I have no time to hate. If I were to live to be a hundred years old, which I hope to do, and use every waking moment trying to think up somebody that had been kind to me for me to be grateful to, I'd run out of time before the hundred years left. Well, we're Bill and Allison, and we'll be right back. This is the state song, official state song of Texas. Texas, oh Texas, you're wonderful and great. Boldest and grandest, withstanding every test. Oh, empire wide and glorious, you stand supremely blessed. Texas, oh Texas, your freeborn single star. Sends out its radiance to nations near and far Emblem of freedom, it sets our hearts aglow With thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong That you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong Grow in power and work throughout the ages long. Texas. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. We are Bill and Allison. It's 828 is our Hill Country Patriot Chime, and you're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. And we cover most of the Texas Hill Country, and we're happy that uh, you've joined us this morning, for sure. Well, we've been talking about how uh, tomorrow is Easter. Um, it's also um, Passover for our Jewish friends in the, our listening audience. And Passover is um, starts the evening of April 5th, and it goes through the evening of April 13th. And uh, part of the reason I'm talking about it is uh, my word of the day yesterday was Seder. And uh, a Seder, um, probably a lot of you don't know, um, 
but a, a seder in which I have taken uh, taken part in. It's held um, either in a Jewish home, and the one I attended was in a private home, uh, or a commun- uh, community, and it's a ceremonial dinner, and it's held on the first or second evening of Passover in commemoration of the Jews' exodus from Egypt. And uh, it's it's very um, the what what's eaten and drunk at at the seder um, is very um, it's ritualistic, but it means um, okay okay for example um, the they read from from a book that recounts the story of Exodus, and each food consumed. As part of the Seder recalls an aspect of the Israelites' 13th century B.C. exodus from Egypt. For example, they eat matzah, which is unleavened bread, and that represents the haste with which the Israelites fled, and uh, bitter herbs. Um, the one that I was at, they used um, horseradish. And that recalls the bitterness of enslaved life and a mixture of fruits and nuts called uh, cheriset. Um, which symbolizes the clay or mortar the Israelites worked with during their Egyptian enslavement. And the meat often served uh, at uh, a Seder is uh, it's often lamb. Well, that would Symboli- be because of the paschal lamb. Right? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Of course, Christ is the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. It's symbolized in the Seder by that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good, good information, Allison. It's, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know all that. Okay. Uh, that, but uh, it's very symbolic. Very, very yeah. cool. And I, I knew a, a lot of this information, but I also contacted a, a friend of ours who's a Messianic Jew. And um, a lot of people might not know what that is. I was going to say, explain that. Yeah. Um, that That's someone who acknowledges that they're Jewish. They were born Jewish, and they acknowledge that they are, um, but they uh, have come to... Uh, except uh, that Christ was the Messiah. And um, those of you who might not be very very familiar with the Jewish religion is that they are looking for the Messiah. Um, and they don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Um, but Messianic Jews do believe they accept that Jesus was the Messiah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. 831 is our Hill Country Patriot time, your information station. <laughs> Okay, well, that's our woke alert. Feature of our program where we find the... Outrageous stuff that's going on this week. Most outrageous woke stuff we could find this week. Alice and I pour through all sorts of of reports and crazy stuff, and it's really tough to find the most outrageous, because it gets more outrageous every week. I was going to say, we've got so so many outrageous things, it's, it's hard to... Or talk about well, all of them. So what we've chosen, actually, we've got uh, three that are similar, okay? Pretty much the same subject for well, our woke alert. Well, I have some, too, that you don't know about. Oh, you do? Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. But it's, uh, this this uh, woke alert award this week on the Bill and Allison Show goes to the Anheuser-Busch <laughs> Brewing Company. Uh, and, uh, Allison, why, why would that be? It's because they have chosen to use a man who claims to be a woman as their spokesperson they they even put his picture as dressed up as a as a woman on the bud light can yeah which well, uh, kid rock set up i don't know if you saw that video no uh you can go on youtube and kid rock uh set up uh, a bunch of, of bud light cans full unopened. oh yeah oh i did see that i did unopened, see that i did he, see that he, he took uh you know his <laughs> ar-15 or whatever it is and just flattened them and say that's that's his response to Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as Babylon B said, it's something that's pretending to be a beer is being advertised by somebody pretending to be a woman. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, Bud Light. Bud exactly. Light. Yeah, exactly. Pretending to be a beer. Uh, Travis Tritt, country music star, said uh, he's no longer having any Anheuser Busch products mm-hmm. on his on his hospitality tours or his you know his his, uh, his musical tours. And he says, I know a lot of other artists are doing the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He said, I'll be deleting all Anheuser-Busch products from my tours. I know many other, as I said, other artists are doing the same. And uh, 
What about Nike? What about Nike? Nike is using the same man who, who pretends to be a woman to advertise women's products, including bras, sports bras, and leggings, being advertised by a man who claims to be a woman. So it just... I mean, and so, so, so people are, that people are, you know, going woke, you go broke. I mean... Hopefully. Yeah, you know, Nike, Nike is getting some uh, backlash from this. Well, I, I hope nobody buys Anheuser-Busch products anymore. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of other good or, beers out there. Exactly. Or Nike products. There's exactly. plenty of other competitions. Exactly. So just another day, another company slapping all women in the face by mocking them, mm-hmm. paying a man to take their place. Mm-hmm. And women support this? Some women support this? Exactly. What is wrong exactly. with you people? Exactly. What is wrong with you people? Well, there's uh, not not only that, but Jack Daniels is another one that we got to boycott. Um, now, they did this in 2021, but somebody just uncovered it. Apparently, no, nobody pays any attention to their commercials. Uh, they produced a series of videos with a bunch of drag queens during Gay Pride Month, and saying that Jack Daniels, Jack Fire, which is their, uh, I guess their cinnamon, I don't know, and Pride, Gay Pride, go together like cinnamon and whiskey. A spokesperson for Jack Daniels said, we are a longtime champion of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, So the commercial features several, I saw the commercial, unfortunately I had to watch it to, to do this report, uh, competing in challenges. And, yeah, you know, it's okay. Let's make it clear. People, you know, if men want to dress as women and, you know, put on the show for adults, hey, and you want to go to that, fine, whatever. But what they're doing now is sexualizing children, bringing children to these shows and forcing it upon them and schools doing putting it out and not telling the parents and things like this and doing obscene gestures and other obscene things in front of little children. Uh, so that's the problem. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Lauren Richmond, who was brand manager for Jack Daniels, said, uh, this reaffirms our commitment to the LGBTQ community. Uh, Clay Travis said that Jack Daniels Whiskey canceled his endorsement deal. Why? Because he said, I oppose sandblasting the word Confederate off of Vanderbilt University building. But they paid these clowns, he said, these drag queens. Well. So, okay, we got uh, no more Anheuser-Busch products, no more Nike products, no more Jack Daniels products. Well, okay, I must say, Bill, you, you did get something slightly wrong. You you said LGBTQ? Yeah. Okay, it's now 2SLGBTQI+. <laughs> what's it going to be in a year from now? <laughs> um well, okay, legislation has been introduced in Ontario, Canada that was, that seeks to enact community safe zones, zones, I can't talk this morning, community safe zones that would prohibit events within 100 meters of a drag show or other 2SLGBTQI plus events with fines of up to $25,000. Now, where is this? Ontario, Canada. I mean, Canada is such a leftist Well, it really country. is. We're, we were watching Tucker Carlson last night, and uh, he pointed out, he said, if you want to see the future of the United States, don't look at California, look at Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canada, Trudeau is a Nazi. Uh, he is just a mm-hmm. fascist. Uh, he well, and you know, well, you know where he gets it from. You know who his father is. Uh, Fidel Castro. Right. You know, a lot right. of people don't know that. Right, exactly. But uh, his, his mother... Um, Pierre Trudeau's wife, and I can't remember her first name, uh, it's pretty well known, had an affair with Fidel mm-hmm. Castro, and mm-hmm. uh, Justin Trudeau is the offspring of that illicit affair. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why don't I continue about uh, talking about uh, sure. Ontario? Mm-hmm. Um, the official opposition party in the Ontario Assembly uh, has introduced uh, a bill that would empower the Attorney General to temporarily designate specific areas as safe zones for events such as drag shows, and that would penalize any anti-LGBTQ harassment, hate speech, or intimidation within 100 meters of a show with fines up to $25,000. Yeah. 
Oh, and, and this was introduced by a biologically female Chinese national from Hong Kong. This is in Ontario. Chinese communist. Yeah. Probably. Who, who, who uses they, them pronouns. <laughs> That's, she has a split personality. Is that her problem? Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, arguing that it's necessary for the government to impose um, public speech restrictions in order to protect gay and transgender people from the supposedly deadly serious threat they face from protests. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's getting weirder and weirder out there, I'll tell you. But that's our woke alert. Oh, we're not done with our woke alert. Oh, you have? We are? No, we're not. Oh, we're not. Well, this is news to me. (laughs) Uh, Great Britain's publicly owned Channel 4 network, so that we sort of like our uh, NPR, it's a, a... government paid for has debuted a body positive television program in which full-grown adults including post-operation gender individuals strip down naked in front of children to, Lord. to educate uh, children on different body types isn't that illegal yep. well that's a good point Maybe. that's a good point yeah and this is funded by by their tax dollars and uh, they just recently began a six-part series, Naked Education. Um, and so an upcoming episode is going to feature two transgender men who might also be thought of as biological females. They've both undergone surgery in order to appear more like their preferred gender. Uh, it, it's reported that uh, one of them uh, underwent so-called top surgery in which the female breasts were removed in order to mimic the male chest and uh, the other person has undergone the knife not only to remove the breasts but also to have bottom surgery in which in which the doctors made an artificial penis out of uh, tissue taken from someone's arm wow can we say that on the radio let's have to say wee wee and tatas <laughs> I think that's what the FCC requires. I, I, I've heard a whole lot worse on radio. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but this is not Howard Stern show. <laughs> well, yeah. They, well, as long as we're on the subject, uh, I got up uh, in at about as about three o'clock this morning. Did you? Uh, to write a to 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 make a few notes on gender dysphoria. Just lying in bed, it occurred to me that some of these things just you know came to me. Gender dysphoria, which is the belief you're not the sex you're born with, is a mental illness. Even the American Psychiatric Association defines it as a mental disorder. In the current, which is the 2020 current edition of their Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Okay? American Psychiatric Association defines gender dysphoria as a mental disorder. Uh, For now. Soon they're going to follow the public schools, school boards, many local and state government bodies, the Biden administration, corporate media, Hollywood even medical schools, and throwing away science in favor of political ideology. Dr. Paul McHugh, McHugh, who's the former psychiatrist-in-chief for the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, said that transgenderism is a mental disorder that merits treatment, that sex change is biologically impossible, and that people who promote sexual reassignment surgery are collaborating with and promoting a mental disorder. The religious cultists, for that's what transgenderism advocates are, don't want you to know that the suicide rate among people who had gender reassignment surgery is 20 times higher than the suicide rate among non-transgender people. And, and parents are being told that if they don't trans, you know, their, their minor children, that they'll commit suicide. The opposite is true. Mm-hmm. If they do, they mm-hmm. will. Uh, 20 times higher than the normal rate. They also don't want you to know the many studies of children who express transgender feelings, but over time, 70 to 80 percent spontaneously lost those feelings. So this transgender religious cult, as I said, that's what it is, they don't want you to know that. Puberty-blocking drugs, which stunt growth, can cause permanent sterility, is child abuse. Close to 80% of the children who are peer pressured, because that's what it is, into thinking they're not the sex they're born with, abandon their confusion and grow naturally into adult life if left alone and untreated. See, the truth is gender isn't assigned at birth, and that's why it can't be reassigned. Transgendered men don't become women. Transgendered women cannot become men. All of them become 
either feminized men or masculinized women, counterfeits or impersonators of the sex which with they, quote, identify. And that's their future, and that's a problematic future. Uh, so when it's all said and done, it's not smart to live in a counterfeit sexual garb. So the most thorough follow-up of sex-reassigned people, which is extended over 30 years and conducted in Sweden, where the culture is strongly supportive of transgenders, this study, 30-year longitudinal study, which are the most reliable uh, scientific studies, documents their transgenders' lifelong mental problems. 10 to 15 years after surgery, the suicide rate of those who went under the knife for sex reassignment rose to 20 times that of comparable peers. So there's another place where you get that 20 20 times. Uh, I've got a little more to say on transgenderism, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after an important message. Stay tuned. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison on Hill Country Patriot, your information station. 8.54 is our Hill Country Patriot time, and we're glad to have you with us. Our website, if you want to hear any of our past shows, is firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. Firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. We're not going to belabor this transgender stuff, but uh, first of all, uh, (laughs) we dug up something that uh, has been long buried uh, from the Mr. Rogers show. And uh, you can imagine if, uh, if he did this on TV today. This is Mr. Rogers. I'm very much concerned, as I know you are, about what's being delivered to our children in this country. Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine, your body's fancy, and so is mine. Because sometimes children think that they might change. They might have to change after a while. And, you know, we laugh about that now, but it's because we had that concern when we were little. Yeah, because you're really not sure, and you thought maybe you'd become a girl or... The girl would become a boy, right? Exactly. Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. I went to the bank today. And um, they didn't um, respect my new identity. You know, I'm a white man. I identify as a white man. You know, when I woke up this morning, I decided to change my identity. And um, everybody else would get to. You know, it worked for every it worked for everybody else. And so I changed my identity this morning to a white man. 40-year-old white man. Okay. Uh, with good credit. With a credit score of 800. And uh, a partner at a law firm. I never, I never really went to law school, but I identify as a lawyer. Um, and uh, I was, was trying to get a loan from the bank for a million dollars. I told them, you know, my net worth was. I identify as a wealthy white man, and the bank told me that I falsified my documents. How can you say I falsified my documents? When that's what I identify as, as a white man. I've been, I decided I've been white all my life. I'm really not that black. If you look at me, you like, I'm not that black, right? You know, I'm like, and, um, and then they said my credit score was 599. No, it's not. My, my credit score is 800. Okay. Because that's part of my identity. Good credit is part of my identity. And I just don't think it's fair that everybody else get to change their identity. And then I can't even get away with it. The bank won't give me a loan. I identify as a lawyer. I went to the law firm. 
you know, and they told me to get out. Like, I identify as a partner of this law firm. You are, you are not going to tell me to leave. And I was escorted out. And um, I, I just, I, I'm going to just go back to being black. <laughs> That's great. I know. I know. What's that guy's name? Do you know? Is that? Terrence Williams. Okay, I, I could be wrong. Comic, yeah, comedian. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Eight fifty-eight. Hill Country Patriot Time. You're with Bill and Allison, and we're on every Saturday from eight to ten. We've got uh, a lot coming up. We've got stacks of stuff to talk to you about uh, in the next hour, and uh, probably won't get to. I know we won't get to all of them, uh, but uh, what are you going to talk about in the next hour, Allison? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some. House- what do you mean you don't know? Household. <laughs> Some, some household, you know. you some, some ha- household tips and uh, how how to keep your children aller- allergy free. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that'll be in the next hour of uh-huh. the Bill and Allison show. And of course, uh, separating our hour is uh, news at the top of the hour, which is coming up in just moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, some important messages from our friends who support this radio station. So we uh, encourage you to patronize our advertisers because they keep the lights on. And uh, without our advertisers, we couldn't be here. None and, of us could be here. And coming up next hour, it has a Koopa Cabra been spotted in the Rio Grande Valley. Now, the first couple of Texas radio. Here's Bill and Allison Mencaro. Yes, we are. We are Bill and Allison at 9.06 on a Saturday morning. Easter Saturday morning, actually. <laughs> and we are sometimes wrong. But we're always right. We're always right. We are never politically correct, though. But we are proudly P.I. <laughs> politically incorrect. That's right. Most importantly, we strive to be B.C. <laughs> biblically correct. And I'm a native Texan from the Panhandle. And Allison is... I'm a Native American. You are a Native American. <laughs> uh, Chickasaw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we do have a trigger warning for you. Allison and I identify as non-binary. We are non-binary here, as is everyone at the Hill Country Patriot. Uh, my preferred pronoun is Brandon. Allison, do you have one? I'm a P.O.'d American. Uh, you're a P.O.'d American. Okay. <laughs> you, you wouldn't let me say the, the full word. but uh, No. But uh, anyway, that's. I thought it was corn pop was your preferred pronoun. Well, of course, I, I people changed. can change every I day. Changed. Exactly. People exactly. can decide they're a man today and a woman tomorrow, and mm-hmm. you know whatever, and the they them and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, nine oh seven Hill Country Patriot time, and of course you are listening to the Hill Country Patriot, which is your information station. Okay. Well, I promised before the news uh, that I was going to talk about a. Uh, Sighting, possible sighting of a chupacabra. Mm. Now, had had you ever heard of a bill? Not, a, not uh, of a chupacabra before we moved to Texas. Well, I'm a native Texan, but oh, uh, that's true. But I know I actually never until we moved to to Central Texas. I mm-hmm. never heard of it. Mm-hmm. But but th- there there was a, a sighting of <laughs> potentially of one. Um, well, now maybe you should explain to to people what what a chupacabra is or do you know well it's a uh, m- most scientists think it's a mythical animal it doesn't right. exist right uh but it uh you know it it's sort of like a uh javelina kind of looks like uh, for the pictures that i've seen of dead ones mm-hmm. uh and uh they kind of look like a javelina <clears throat> vicious looking animal and uh, they say that they come up and uh, they'll you know come and uh, raid chicken coops and uh you know, carry off uh, small animals and things like that, and that's, that's pretty much all I know about them. The pictures that uh, and one woman uh, did actually got one, killed it, and I saw this on TV a few months ago, uh, and uh, sent it off to have the DNA analyzed, and uh, she has it stuffed and mm. uh, in her house or someplace in Texas, and uh, as I recall from the show, the DNA was inconclusive; mm. they, they weren't sure what it was. Most scientists think that. What what they have pictures of, and possibly this thing this woman killed, is some sort of a hybrid, just a, mm. a weird fluke of a hybrid of a pig and a you know whatever. 
Well, um, the uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, got a, a picture on n- a nighttime footage uh, in the Rio Grande Valley State Park of a mysterious animal. And it appears to be four-legged and rotund, almost like a hippo in miniature. Hmm. So so they, they went... <laughs> the the uh, the park uh, took to social media to search for potential answer, um, answers to, to what this mysterious animal is. So there's one one guess is that it's a chupacabra. Okay. So as a matter of fact, I I, I this was this article was in the San Antonio paper, and I sent a copy of it to an author who we we're going to be having on the show, uh, not today, but uh, n- not in the not too distant future, uh, who has written about them in, in fiction. And I, I asked him um, what what he thought of it. And he, he does not think it's a chupacabra. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why don't you hold the picture right up to the microphone? <laughs> and that people can see it. You, you didn't know that how that works? No, on radio? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, so some of the comments that they got on social media was, Clearly a chupacabra, <laughs> well, a Facebook user said. Yeah, clearly, uh, like this guy knows what a chupacabra looks like, yeah. right? Uh, other people guessed it was a wolverine, although I think it's too fat to be a wolverine. Um, we don't have wolverines in Texas, as far as I know. Is that true? I, I don't know. So. And, and somebody's Actually, there are no wolverines in Michigan. It's a true fact. <laughs> the wolverine state has no wolverines. Of course, Hawaii has interstate highways, so we're, you know, where's the logic there? Well, so does Alaska. Yeah. Um, other people guessed that it was two wild boars moving in, in opposite directions. Um, anyway, so people have guessed it was badgers, bears. Hmm. Uh, well, anyway. all sorts of guesses. <laughs> well, that's a cool story. That's a very I, cool story. I thought so. Yeah. Well, we've got... Uh, here's spe- speaking of stories. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The uh, second gentleman, if you don't know what that is, that's the... <laughs> yeah, I know. That's uh, Kamala Harris's husband. He's called the second gentleman. I mean, seriously, would you want to be called the second gentleman? Uh, no. <laughs> Wouldn't it be, be no. rather... Uh, <laughs> Cuckold? What is it, cuckold, maybe? <laughs> I yeah. think of some other words that I probably shouldn't say he on compared, radio. <laughs> he compared, uh, recently compared the, what, what he called hate at public school board meetings. You know, when parents say... Get this trash out of the school library, pornographic books showing kids how to perform uh, sex and gay sex and all that. Uh, in, in fact, we had uh, Brandon Airy mm-hmm. on our show uh, last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon is running for school board uh, in Kerrville. Yeah, and he, 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 was, he brought in some books that, that young children are... Um, are being encouraged to take out, and he showed us some of the pictures. Oh my! God. And we we, oh my God. we 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 held them up to the microphone so you could hear. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't do that. But my God, I mean, and he, Brandon has taken it upon himself as a parent long before he thought about running for the school board. He took it upon himself to find out what the books were in the schools, and he said it was a hard process. He had to file a Freedom Information Act, and he said he had to jump through all his hopes. So he finally got the the books, the book list. He showed us the book list. And then he went out and got copies of, of these books and looked through them. And he said, that it's just, it is appalling, even going on in Kerrville. Uh, and uh, he had a lot, a lot of things to say. But uh, he's a good guy. He has the endorsement of the Bill and Allison show, Brandon Airy. <laughs> so when you vote uh, for Kerrville School Board, if you're, in, if you're eligible to vote, uh, we highly recommend that you vote for Brandon Airy. Anyway, getting back to the second gentleman... Doug Emhoff compared the hate at what he called the hate at public school board meetings. <laughs> Can't get through this. He compared what what is going on at school board meetings with parents, you know, protesting all this crap that they're forcing down our children's throats, to that which motivated the Holocaust, <laughs> in which the Nazis exterminated six million Jews and millions of Christians and others. I mean, can you believe that? Well, I'll tell you what. And of course, some were subjected to horrific medical experiments, which they are doing on our children, mm-hmm. you know, with the top surgery and bottom surgery and all that. But uh, what, what, you know, you've got to wonder, really, when, when somebody, let me put it this way, when somebody, when somebody uh, bring, you know, is arguing with you or attacking you and comparing you to a Nazi or to Hitler, 
They've lost the argument right there. I was just going to say that's a signal, they, they, man. They, they, they've run out of run out of real real things to say. <laughs> exactly. So here here is the second gentleman, uh, Kalama Harris's husband, uh, talking about this. So I, I wish I didn't have to take this on, but we have all seen the uptick in anti-Semitism and violence, the uptick in hate against all communities, not just Jews. And I, you know, with the help of the president and the vice president. Um, really pushed me to get more engaged. And so the trip to Auschwitz, and if you haven't been to a concentration camp, it is, it's a devastating experience. Like, it's still, it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. And uh, we went in there uh, to uh, memorialize International Holocaust Remembrance Day, and then I met with leaders in Poland and in Germany uh, to talk about how we can combat hate and anti-Semitism. This stuff is so important. This hate is interconnected. You see it in the discourse in the country right now. You see it in the, in the divide that we have. And that. Just going to the school meeting, you see that, that hate that is out there. Trying to um, ban books. All these things that are ridiculous. Yeah, that was the uh, husband of Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's talking about parents going to school board meetings, protesting indoc- the schools indoctrinating their children with the cult religion of transgenderism and other stuff like critical race theory, uh, which, by the way, critical race theory teaches the U.S. is racist at its core. Uh, so, Na- Last year, the National School Boards Association admitted, admitted colluding with the White House in writing a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland asking him to investigate parents at school board meetings for domestic terrorism. Okay, well, you're talking about Merrick Garland. This is his favorite song. The, the, our Attorney General. I stay out too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's his favorite, favorite Seriously? song. Seriously? Our, our Attorney General. Just well, then getting back to this letter... This National School Boards Association colluded with the White House in writing a letter to Merrick Garland asking him to investigate parents at school board meetings for domestic terrorism. They urged, the National School Board Association urged Garland to use the Department of Justice and the FBI to investigate and to suppress constitutionally protected free speech. But the second gentleman here, Kamala's husband, seems to agree with that. You know, he thinks they are domestic terrorists. They're Nazis. You know, he, he thinks this is going to start a new Holocaust. I mean, really? <laughs> By the way, his children, his and Kamala's children, attended private school in a very wealthy Los Angeles neighborhood. Of course they do. They didn't go to public school. None of these politicians, these, these leftist politicians, virtually none of them send their children uh, to anything but private schools. They don't send their children to public schools. Mm-hmm. When Alice and I worked in Congress for many years... Uh, we we knew where these people sent their kids, and they they were to the Woodley School and to the you know this and to that school, very very she she schools, inexpensive and very expensive schools. I I remember, oh, thirty years ago, a friend of ours, Sidley School is another one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a friend of ours had a had his kid in um, um was in junior high. It was in a private school. And they were paying for junior high something like thirty thousand dollars a year, and and as I said, this was at least thirty years ago. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Well, some good news about on this subject: uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida signed a bill that obligates all elementary schools to provide a list of every book available in their libraries, as well as mandating that school boards let the public know when they plan to approve new books. And the legislation allows anyone to comment, and any objections to the material would have to be reported to the state of Florida. Now, that was made after DeSantis noted that Florida public schools are making sexually explicit books available to children. Uh, so he, DeSantis wants to, wanted to, he still does, give parents a say in which books can be in school libraries and which cannot. Hmm. Well, while you're talking about children, did you know? Did you know that children who live with cats and dogs are less likely to develop food allergies? Hmm. Um, uh, 
according to a Japanese study of more than 66,000 preschoolers, kids that grew up around indoor dogs, even before their birth, uh, reported fewer egg, milk, and nut allergies. Well, that makes some sense because they're used to the dander. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the theory? I, I, I don't know. And it says indoor cats were linked to, to fewer egg, wheat, and soybean allergies. No kidding. Yeah. However, this doesn't extend to all animals. Children exposed to hamsters actually had a greater incidence of nut al- allergies. I, th- I, I thought that was really interesting. And one thing that strikes me is... Today, like every kid is allergic to peanut butter, peanuts and peanut butter. Yeah, where, where did that come from? Good question. Well, it's probably because they weren't allowed to eat it. And that's that's how you avoid allergies. You, you get used to it. Well, yeah. And, and again, that's my theory about uh, being around cats or dogs when you're a little kid is uh, you probably get used to the, you know, you're... You build up uh, an immunity toward uh, the allergies. Well, exactly. Like like these parents who keep their their kids in bubbles, um, that's that's how they get all sorts of sorts of problems, allergies, and other, other things. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as we're talking about schools, the Grapevine Colleyville Independent School District has voted to ban the teaching of critical race theory and not promote, require, or encourage the use of pronouns not aligned with a student's actual sex. Uh, you said that's grapevine? <laughs> grapevine, I did. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, but, uh, no, the uh, uh, they're going to have a strict process for reviewing library books, uh, and Grapevine Colleyville ISD requires students use the restrooms and locker rooms that align with their actual sexes. Uh, and uh, library materials must be posted online, readily available for review by parents, and a strict oversight process has been put in place for choosing and approving books. Grapevine Colleyville ISD further bans the teaching of sexual orientation and gender identity until the fifth grade. I think that's too soon, but that's what they did. Uh, Bans boys from playing in girls' sports. And bans the New York Times so-called 1619 Project, which is disinformation. So there you go. That's uh, good news from the Grapevine Colleyville Independent School District of Texas. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Well, it is Grapevine. It is. It is. 922 is our Hill Country Patriot time. You're listening to Bill and Allison on the radio. The Hill Country Patriot, which is your information station, 104.3 in Kerrville, 102.1 in Fredericksburg. And we cover not only Kerrville and Fredericksburg. We cover Comfort, Bandera, Hunt, Junction, Ingram, Johnson City, Center Point, Mountain Home, and Environs, uh, Stonewall, and Environs, places in between. And Bernie. And you can also li- forget Bernie. listen to us live at hillcountrypatriot.com. Where, wherever you are that's true that's true that's uh we have a lot of listeners around the, and we found out we have not only around the country but around the world exactly We've heard from people in singapore abu dhabi excuse me what's wrong with you <laughs> 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 anyway uh yeah we've heard from people in various countries and we are, we are happy that you are so uh you can always go on uh, hillcountrypatriot.com to listen to us live or what's the web address allison First couple of TexasRadio.com. Absolutely is. 923 Hill Country Patriot Time, your information station with Bill and Allison. Got one more thing to say about uh, schools. According to a Gallup poll, only 28% of Americans have a, quote, great deal or, quote, quite a lot of confidence in the public, public or government school systems. 28%. Uh, Democrats have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence, 43% of them, a drop from 48% in 2020. Republicans, 14% say they have confidence in the government school system. Uh, Independents, 29% say say they have that. Uh, So along with critical race theory, which says, of course, that uh, the U.S. is a racist country and it was founded on racism and we have to tear up the Constitution and uh, write uh, something new that, is a, 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 we need a woke constitution. 
but so along with this critical race theory and gender, the gender transgender cult being ex- exposed in school districts across the country, uh, are significantly contributing, and the masking, of course, the mask mandates, significantly learn, uh, contributing to learning loss in children, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts and actions. We talked about how, you know, the excuse they use for, for this, oh, well, if you, if you don't believe your children and the, that they want to be another sex, uh, an opposite sex, uh, they're, you know, they're, they could commit suicide. Well, the fact is, if you do believe them and you let them go through with the puberty-blocking drugs, which, by the way, nobody knows what the long-term uh, consequences of those are, you not only have that situation, but the suicide rate of people who go through the surgeries is 20% higher than the suicide rate of the normal population. So there's your threat of risk of suicide, not that you ignore your children in, in whatever sex they claim they want to be, uh, but if you let them go through with the puberty blocking and the surgeries and the dressing of, you know, you can't change your DNA, folks. Can't be done. You know, you re- you're either born with uh, an X, double X chromosome, which is, makes you male, or an X and a Y, which makes you female, and that's in every fiber of your being, every cell of your body. You can't change that, no matter how much surgery you have, no matter how much makeup you put on, no matter how, how, how you f- choose to dress, no matter what pronouns you call yourself, no matter what you think you are. It's, bottom line, it's a mental illness. It's a mental illness and it's child abuse. Allison, we're out of here. We certainly are. <laughs> but we uh, look forward to being with you again at 8 a.m. next Saturday morning. For Bill and Allison, and stay tuned for Clay and Buck on the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not unto your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your paths.